That's fine. Hey, hey, we should do an intro. No, we shouldn't. How will they know we're the theater boys? They'll just know, okay? Rouge de Groove, is that how we say it? Rouge de Groove. Operation Fortune. Rouge de Groove. Yeah, that, that little second bit of the title there is a little bit much, but yeah. It's a lot. It was a lot We're of back. fun, guys. We are we are back with a quite fun film and very enjoyable film if you like a good action film. It gave like kind of James Bondy vibes. I took mean, you to like exotic places. It's like a Jason Statham movie, but like a higher tier Jason Statham movie. Yeah, not a crank, but not quite outlandish as Expens- Expendables is. Yeah, I wouldn't say Expendables was like a Jason Statham movie. He was more That's there. True. Yeah, he was for there, that whole yeah. thing. Yeah, but my goodness, a very fun movie to watch. Very entertaining. You have some of these great little character dynamics. Be- between... Oh, it's, it was, it's just like one of those old like the buddy spy movies that we used yeah, to get yeah, like, buddy all the time. Spy and it was just it was just great. It was super yeah. refreshing. Very nice. Yeah, a great good. thing to just like throw at you. I thought it reminded me so much of the tourists that had Angelina Jolie. And, um, uh, Johnny Depp, uh, and Paul Bettany. I don't think I have seen this film, and now I really want to. I really enjoy it. Some people, it's not like a great knockout film, but it's like a great little, like, they think he's a, um, they think Johnny Depp's character is this arms dealer type dude, or this, this most wanted list guy. Uh, and Angelina Jolie is his girlfriend, and so like, oh, but actually Johnny Depp is just a, uh, professor from Wisconsin. And it leads you on in this, like, back and forth between Angelina Jolie and, like, Johnny Depp's character. Very beautiful, very fun. In the end, it does turn out that Johnny Depp is actually the, the bad guy that they're waiting for. He's just had a lot of plastic surgery done himself genius um but it was like such a great like and in that same vein this movie does a similar thing with ai um like it takes the technology of the time and kind of like pushes it a little bit well it's just i mean this is Um, like a a cultural MacGuffin, if you will like the the nuclear launch codes are now no longer the big bad i mean even james bond movies are full of the the villains doing terrorist attacks to make their stock shop stock option trades work out yeah uh i mean that was the whole thing was that i forget what james bond it was um but like it's just that's just kind of like our times big bad if you will we're no longer worried about the nuclear holocaust and end of the world we're just worried about the computers deciding to vomit yeah (laughs) and my other times changed yeah and it's just it's great just to like see kind of just these quirky characters interact with each other not even quirky just like they're very uh archetype if that's the word archetypical yeah yeah they just play to what's um their role is you had uh fortunes the main character the the badass spy you had jj the assistant who just like can solve all of the problems that the main character continues to get himself into um which i liked his character a lot i wish like i get that's the whole point is he's like the strong silent type and he just does the things and has little quirky moments but like i i kind of hope that this turns into a franchise because i i think i could see them doing that i can see them doing more if this like i don't know what their budget was but it's not cgi heavy uh i can tell you uh, but it was very just enjoyable 
to watch your your characters interact, like see kind of like your movie star guy. Budget uh, was fifty million. I think they'll make fifty million on yeah. this. Oh yeah. Uh, I think I think this movie might like do one fifty. I hope maybe, so. Maybe two hundred. Who I knows? Hope so. But it was really fun, guys. Like a really fun movie. You're uh, the actor for the Princess Bride. Like played his characters yes. to a T. I was really enjoying it. Uh, kind yeah, of. They his... even had a Princess Bride joke in the movie. For those of you who pay attention. For those yeah. of us who pay attention. Yeah, I did not catch it. Maybe I was so. like, oh, he's just being quirky and making funny jokes. The joke. I was. I was smiling half this movie. Oh yeah. I was no. grinning for for a the lot. fact that it was like. Doom, Death, and Despair, Super Spy Shenanigans, yeah. it, it was a real tummy tickling. Yeah, it was, it was a, more of a comedy. But your your last, your climax scene was, awesome. without a doubt, like, so, you're just, like, grinning and going, like, oh, what is about to happen? But you're kind of grinning through it. I literally said, I can't wait to see what's going to happen at one point. And like, it was, this, is, this is just, the setup for it is great. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. You do, it, you have your classic, like, Guy Ritchie moments with the camera angles. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, like, Arthur... Uh, the Legend of, uh, uh, Legend of the Sword. Yeah, Legend of the Sword, which I thought is a very fun movie. Very like movie, similar, yeah. like, pacing, I would say. Of, it's very fast. A lot very of the paced. music playing into the scenes, too, like, right out of the gate. Like, I love that. Yeah. Like, the way they, the, the opening scene for this. Oh, they, the steps. Yeah. That was yeah. really cool. They, they slowly build up this opening scene, starting with the footsteps of the, the character Nathaniel, played by the guy from Princess Bride, whose name is escaping me. And it, because when he was walking, I was like, man, I really hope they turn this into some kind of, like, montage thing. And they did. And I was immediately drawn into the movie from that point on. Yeah. Um, Like, I mean, a lot of, like, the visual and music interaction in this movie happened a lot. And, I mean, I think that's kind of like a Guy Ritchie thing. I I am not as versed in the who's who, who made said movie. But if we're referencing King Arthur, then that's, I'm just going to say that's his thing. Because that's why I love that movie. Yeah. Um... And it, it was it was it was a ton of fun. They, yeah. The characters were great. Seeing um, the girl from Parks and Rec, uh, whose name I have here, Audrey, like play not her character that I think everyone is super familiar with, but also her character at the same time. Yeah, was like really fun. Um, again, like the the way her and uh, Statham's character kind of like played off of each other, I thought was like unique and it just. I don't know. In a world of just nothing but superhero movies, even some that we're excited to see, I love yeah. any time we get something that's not. Yeah. Like, this was a lot... This was, like, a better version of... What was it? That, uh... Uh... Chris Evans and, uh... The other handsome man. Um... Is it another Chris? It was on... Re- it was No, 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 no. It was on Netflix. Um... Chris Evans played the bad guy... So you'd Captain America as the bad guy with the mustache, and then you Ryan Reynolds. Oh, as a good uh, guy. Man in Gray. Man in Gray. Or like gray this man, was a much better like Gray Man. Which that wasn't line. a bad movie either. I think wasn't bad, but I thought this did like all of its spy things better. I thought this these action sequences were great too. Yeah, these action sequences like, were really fun. Jason Statham just doing his thing is phenomenal. Yeah. No, I mean the the choreography and stuff was a ton of fun. The like acting and playing off of the. The competing gang was also really fun. Yeah. Like, they, uh, they, like, for what the movie was, the story pulled off a twist that you could see coming but didn't see coming. It was appreciated. They built up the villain so that you didn't like him. They made you like the not-so-villainy villain. And you just, you just were along for the ride. And I don't think, 
man, this is just, every time I think about, like, every movie I've ever looked at my watch during, and it just immediately goes back to Black Panther, the second <laughs> one. And I was like, wow, this was just infinitely more entertaining than that was. Yeah. Um, like, just a, a, a keeping you on your edge, like, it built up its tension well. It wasn't, it wasn't, like, super suspenseful, but it had, like, a good tension beat going throughout its scenes pretty well. Mm. Whether it was them getting out or even when they were doing the fight scene and she had to talk to the guy next door. They kind of, like, cut back and forth constantly. Yeah, it, did, it did do the King Arthur thing, too, where it cut back and forth between scenes. Not time. Yeah. This one didn't cut through time. No. But it cut back and forth from locations constantly. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, which I, I, I'm fine with because my ADHD brain can just kind yeah. of do that. I would say this was a much better controlled version of that. And so you're yeah, not kind of guessing where you are. The guy. Guy. Okay. You can jump back and forth. Let's just keep it at the same time. We don't yeah. want to do this whole forward and backwards in time thing and figuring out different locations. Yeah. Like when w- the monologue when he was like going to meet people, that was fine. Mm. And then flashing like flashing back, I guess, to when he was like getting his team, like that all made sense to us. Yeah. Um, well, there was also he was narrating. The, yeah. The bits, but like I mean, the opening the opening scene is just the perfect example of like you're not getting these locations confused because one is very different from the other yeah whereas like king arthur's problem was like i'm in an english field in medieval times and i'm in another english field in, in medieval, medieval times. times yeah they do they <laughs> use their locations to their advantage so you distinguish okay we're not in london anymore we're in, in istanbul also they like where, change the color palettes pretty much from location to location yeah. like you know where you are not just from like where they tell you you are but like the style of everything is changed the streets are changed the people are different uh it really gives you I, I would guess you would also say that people aren't different because they still don't see people getting beat up all the time. Um, but other than that, like, you know. I mean, I haven't been to London in a while. Maybe it's just a rougher neighborhood these days. I guess. I guess you wouldn't recognize people get just getting beat up in the streets or getting tased in the Random airport. Random person tasered at the airport. Like, you know? the first one I get. All right, she just, you know, you sit her down on the yeah. chair, you tuck her in. But, like, then just Jason just tases three yeah. dudes. Like, man alive, if I punch somebody at an airport these days, whoo, yeah. I would like to think the TSA would have me on the floor in a couple of seconds. I don't know about that. They're not supposed to do anything, right? I don't know. Is it like a Walgreens in San Francisco? Who knows these I days? I have no idea. <laughs> but it was, it was so, uh, I just love the, the characters that they wrote in here and how they played with each other. Like, Jason Statham's character with the guy from Princess Bride. Like, they're, they're like, back and forth a lot. I just really enjoyed that. Like, how one likes really expensive stuff. Yep. But they both like really expensive stuff. And the they one just play- doesn't like to buy the other one's expensive stuff. Yeah, and it just, like, balloons their budget. And he's just like, damn it. <laughs> and then when he when he gives uh, JJ, like, the nice glass of wine, and then they're just all mad because now it's just going to make everything more expensive. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, great. And you're more invested in... This is what I like about this movie. You're more invested on the relationships that are getting built while traveling. Yes. And and while, like, you know, there is your overarching mission, but the more important thing that you're invested in as, as a viewer is how are these characters developing as they travel together? And, like, that really kind of gets set when they go to get the movie actor. It really kind of solidifies where everyone is in each part. Um and how they're going to be playing their characters in the, in the rest of the movie. And it just, I loved it. It was so funny and great, enjoyable, entertaining. You're just like, you're, you're grinning and you're just like, yes, like, please continue. And even towards the end, I was like, are we going to have 
more of this, perhaps. Well, I mean, they titled the movie, so generally that means they're they're open to doing more. And I hope, like they, it's it yeah. seems to me like it'll fill the void that the is Mission Impossible done. Uh, I think they're on the last one. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's going for that void if there is one, right? Like you have your team centered around a a yeah. relatively big name actor. The key team's quirky. They do silly things. It's not yeah. like super serious i feel like the mission impossible movies became like they pulled an inverse fast and the furious where they became slightly more serious as the series went on yeah but like um like this is just it's just fun it's 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 super refreshing it's a super fun movie yeah i liked how um like audrey's character like was the handler but she was like super sarcastic the entire time and like busting everybody's chops about like where they were and what they were doing yeah it reminded me of like the old sly cooper games when you're just getting Uh... yelled at yeah, I did get like a lot of just like game, but like oh uh, yeah, mission, like mission vibes oh, from yeah. this. Where it's, I mean that that is what this is because they are on missions. missions yeah, um, but they're all like very similar pattern to them, very repeatable. Yeah. Like, but that that's what these kind of movies are. You're not going yeah. to this for like an insane deep plot. You're not getting thought provoked here. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not gonna get a, a groundbreaking performance per se or like a, a you're not going to come out here with a revelation you get in for the jokes about wait that's not the body i'm looking for followed by the body you're looking for falling 200 feet in front of yeah, you. yeah <laughs> like, you're just getting these funny things uh in all the time um and that's great because you don't need to think you're not um overly invested emotionally like most disney movies make you feel uh and it's it's just great to to have um we have a guest star right yeah now. we have Her a guest star her name's maggie she's got four paws uh, and a chew toy that we're trying not to have squeak at the current moment in time. yeah yeah it's it's a it's a dangerous dangerous yeah. game um she doesn't normally like to play fetch but tonight she's open to it this is different guys this is a game this is what we call a game changer of an evening um but it it really just makes you in have the enjoyment of the cinemas um you you just back there just enjoying a movie um, i mean like you just sit down you can tune out for like whatever it was like two yeah, hours two hours even. or so uh, uh there was like i picked up immediately on like one thing where they so the the good guys named the MacGuffin a specific thing and then eventually the bad guys have to address what the MacGuffin is and they randomly chose the same name for said MacGuffin, which made me chuckle but like then they, I mean, like, that that was the only thing, and again, we're not judging this movie based off its plot, because I don't think anyone's going to go call it great, or it wasn't trying to do anything yeah. fantastic, or make any points with it. Yeah. But, I mean, it was definitely, you could tell, I'm not going to say you could tell it was a lower budget movie, it felt like it was almost in the same vein of just, like, they were given a small budget to do something, and they went out and they did everything they could with it, like, they yeah. actually cared. Yeah. Like, everyone yeah. who was it doing was this well showed cared. up. Yeah, and it was well cared for. Like, even, I love Hugh Grant, the... The arms dealer actor, yeah. the eccentric billionaire guy, loves his character so much. He's he could probably be your favorite character out of this movie, oh, 100%. because the he's just so over the top, over the top, and just you're grinning each time he's on scene. He's the what he's saying, or you're just kind of like you're creeping us out, dude. Yeah, like he gives you all of those emotions that you hate him, you're creeped out by him, but also he's hilarious. So let's keep doing this. And even towards that, the end credits scene, uh, <laughs> which is super hilarious, they go back and they, uh, they, they're making a movie now on the events that just happened during the movie. 
So it's like a meta thing. Well, that was the other thing during the whole movie was the the kind of like m- like meta movie like play on all the acting and shenanigans with having to deal with an actor and all yeah. of that and blackmail and. It was so funny. I really love my sister-in-law. He made that abundantly clear. <laughs> There's just like a bunch of things that really make you crack up here. Uh, and, and really have a, a really good laughs. Um, it, it very similar into Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, like being that sort of meta. Um, like the movie about making a movie, but like the actors dealing with them being actors. It wasn't as yeah. much as Jason Statham would playing Jason Statham, but like yeah. you still had like they're dealing with an actor. They're producing a movie. They're like having to jump through all these hoops, and it just made us chuckle a little bit extra. Yeah. Um, you had yeah, he's just a lot, a lot of really good stuff. And like I said, it wasn't like like again. Let's go back and talk about why uh, Marvel movies are are terrible, in my opinion. So we just watched Ant Man and the Wasp. Unfortunately for us, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And like that movie felt like people were just there, and they just existed. And they just bounced around, and they were on the screen because they needed to to fill some kind of contractual obligation. And this one, yeah, I'm sure people were there. Yeah, not every character contributed a ton, but, like, every character was there the entire time. I felt like all the actors were actually making an effort to be there and, yeah. and to participate in this thing, and they wanted to make it something. Yeah, and the writers definitely made every character feel like they were needed at some point in the movie, um, if not... Like, they had an essential part to play on every mission. Yeah, well, like, the... Uh, yeah, which, I didn't which pick up great. on that. Like, everybody did yeah. something every single time. Yeah, every mission. And even they did different things per mission. Um, even though it was this... Maybe you've been the, along the same types, whether it was, like, direct Overwatch or their computer hacking, but it was a different side of each of those things yeah. each time. And I mean, it, I it, really... it made it very uh, fresh to it watch it... each different mission go. Marvel, take note. This is how a team movie is supposed to go so like jason statham didn't go run around and get into trouble and then uh sarah just came out of nowhere and saved him every single time yeah yes she saved him a few times Mm -hmm. yes he got himself into more trouble but they worked as a team the entire time yeah and it just felt like everybody was there to do like all of the characters were there doing their part and i think all of the actors also showed up and did what was required of them and they made a really 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 good movie yeah very enjoyable. Definitely at least an 8 out of 10. I mean, a 10 out of 10 for a genre that it's going for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, let's just face it. This like, is, this is like, if you go to the red box and you grab any generic Jason Statham movie, this is above that. Most of those, entertaining as all heck. Yes. This, so, like, this, this is, makes this is great. It's great. Like, you're not going to go to this expecting to walk away life-changed, but you're going to have a blast. Yeah. Which is what I really like about movies, is when you don't... Like, not every movie has this purpose, but these types of movies are my favorite because they don't make you think about anything. You're just enjoying what's going on. You just get to unplug for two hours. And it's it's great. Uh, you you don't need to be like, oh, is there going to be a sequel? Like, fine if there is, fine if there isn't. Yeah, like, life can go on. Life, life goes on, we continue. Uh, great acting performances we love, and that's really what I love to see out of a movie. Have you seen Wrath of Man? Wrath of... I started watching it but i don't think i finished it it was like my favorite jason statham movie but it's also uh, like far more dark and serious than i think anything else he's ever done he, oh wow well, then i do not want to watch that movie why <laughs> he's done some pretty dark things like what i felt like crank was just depressing oh well, i just got depressed for watching that movie why? he shocks himself yeah but then it's just like 
I don't know. I was just like, this is a depressed, like, not necessarily not like, no, like, like how the movie's going about, but just like the events of the life that got him into this position. I'm like, this is uh, sad. I mean, Wrath of Man's kind of the same. Yeah. But it's like, it's more grounded in reality. Yeah. Slightly more grounded. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Yeah. Go see this one. Encourage them to make more movies like it. Mm-hmm. Um, we will get back to you guys with something else at some point, too. And then, uh, yeah, like, subscribe. Let us, please, movie recommendations. Yeah, give there us movie recommendations. There are too many. We have paralysis by analysis. Yeah. There's a ton of stuff coming out this March that we're going to be going March is very see. busy, guys. Um, I think we got John Wick on the list. John Wick. Uh, I'm definitely going to see Shazam because I like Zachary Levi. Shazam. Uh, uh, what else? That, that, uh, Honor Among Thieves when, is next month, right? Honor Among Thieves is the end of this month. End of this month. That'll be with the D&D That's crew. busy. Um, um, what, when does, uh, oh, jeez. What uh, is, um, Creed, no. 65 Million comes out this yeah, 65 month. 65 Million comes out, that'll Creed be. Creed also debuted this weekend. I need to watch all the rest of those. Yeah. It's a shame that I haven't. As you can see, we have a long list of things, and if you yeah. can help recommend us and point us in a good direction, we will gladly take you up on that. But until then, good night, everybody.